Well, you know, the whole discussion of karma um, is really involved. Um, if, you know, let's say I have a habitual emotional reaction, emotional charge, somebody says, hey, Scott, uh, that's stupid, and I always got angry, but I did some deep self-understanding and was able to find um, uh, distorted self-image, <clears throat> self-worth issues at the base of my reactivity and could bring love and understanding to that and forgiveness to its cause and my responsibility and all of that so that I no longer have such reactivity. Is that called freedom from karma? <clears throat> uh, or is that called uh, changed karmic stream? Well, changed karmic stream is what's called freedom from karma, it seems to me. And so, um, karma is cause and effect. And as we um, act upon uh, skillful or helpful intentions, like the intention to take responsibility for my emotional reaction and move towards healing by understanding and acceptance, and then bring greater love wisdom to that, then the karmic, the, the deep, you know, the lower chakra conditions change, and then the deep mind beliefs change, then the emotional reactivity goes away, or is much, much less. That's a changed karmic stream, <clears throat> and um, from changed intentions. Uh, is that freedom? I guess that could be called a greater freedom from uh, uh, certain karmic patterns. So, yes, as the path goes on, we can be said to be more free from karma. But it's really... Um, Freedom from karma ultimately is freedom from causality. And causality, because karma is cause and effect. And so there's good karma, bad karma, which means the consequences of skillful and helpful versus unskillful and unhelpful or uh, non-distorted and distorted intentions. And then speech and action. So as the... <clears throat> as our uh, the spiritual path is greater awareness uh, of our potentials associated with higher chakras and so more awareness of higher potentials equals more development of uh, love, wisdom and six ray as that happens the lower conditions change lower triad chakra, lower chakras change and the karmic dream changes but we're not free from karma we're free from the consequences of um, unhelpful intentions, <laughs> unskillful or distorted intentions. But we're still in the karmic stream, or still producing karmic stream. So, how we want to use these words is, is uh, more subtle and delicate. The, the only people who are free of karma, or beyond karma... <clears throat> uh, are those who are outside causality, which means those who've ended ignorance, or really those that have no need for recycling in the octave. They're free of karma. They're not operating uh, within the karmic paradigm 
of the seven dimensional system uh yeah time is a product time is um one aspect of the consciousness associated with causality well first of all higher dimensions uh have i mean the the the, the duality between uh an incarnate physical space-time and a disincarnate or non-physical subtle body of time space that dimensional polarity exists in third fourth fifth and sixth density it seems so it's not that higher dimensions are space-time or time space they are both if we're talking about fourth and fifth and sixth density but yes uh higher dimensional life uh is associated with higher dimensional consciousness and without a veil and with a higher um development uh energy condition of consciousness associated with higher chakras being the the base level fourth chakra fifth chakra sixth chakra as the base level of consciousness associated with fourth and fifth sixth density those uh realms of higher consciousness and higher energy condition higher frequency or whatever energy is the photon of light or intelligent energy uh the experience of causality and the experience of time is quite different absolutely but there's still causality and experience of time yeah causality means um, an experience of um cause and effect which is temporality or time yes it's the experience of distinction between a cause and an effect it doesn't imply that there it doesn't speak to their true nature it speaks to the um the the mind experience the mind experience is that yes indeed there is a time based difference between uh cause uh, of the past and consequence in the present or cause in the present and consequence in the future the, it it's not it's not ross teaching or what i've said that there's less experience of time and more experience of space in higher dimensions that's not what i've said the the this, if you if you listen to the talk on time space space time again ross talked about in the experience of space time in third density and we can assume in fourth and fifth and then sixth density somewhat in space time or the physical incarnative or physical type um ex- dimensional experience in 3456 there is a focus on um fixity in time in, in third density particularly there is a sense of fixity in time and freedom in space meaning we can move our bodies in third density we can move our bodies around but we don't know the past and the future in time space in 3D 3D time space and um somewhat more so obviously in higher dimensions also but that's a whole another a little bit different in time space 3D at least there yes is a experience of less mobility in t- in space but more freedom in time the freedom in time really just means that the mind can experience in the present moment less distinction between past present future it's not it's not like 3d time space is complete and perfect enlightenment but there's less um there's less distance let's say 
or there's more of an experience of uh, true simultaneity a little bit more than space-time in time-space, 3D time-space, where the mind has a greater ability, like in life review, to um, look at the flow of an incarnation and also look at consequence. And so past, present, future is more present in a, in, in a now in time-space than in space-time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Karma is definitely understood more fully than in, in higher dimensions and in 3D time-space. Karma, the karmic flow or karmic stream um, is felt, is understood much more deeply than here, for sure. And that begins with life review. So uh, life review is an example of how the mind has a more intimate experience of past, present, future uh, and an, uh, an understanding of uh, the sweep of karmic flow in a much deeper way than we do here in the physical world. The purpose of 3D is 3D evolution. <laughs> the purpose of 3D is not, five, is not evolution in other dimensions. And so the purpose, the, the, the dynamics, the, the dynamics of third density, the metaphysics of 3D space-time, uh, the veil, and this kind of a biological body, <clears throat> and all the great limitations of uh, control of, mo of, of body by mind coming from the veil, and the great limitations of mind's awareness of causality and time and karma, uh, all of that serves the purpose of third density, which is 3D evolution for souls that need 3D evolution because they haven't gotten out of third density yet. And the purpose of third density is to learn the ways of love. That's it. And the Logoi understood, I guess, that um, <clears throat> that learning, the, 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 the doing of the purpose, the fulfillment of the purpose of third density to learn the ways of love, uh, was far better achieve, achieved <clears throat> with these all of these uh, limitations of mind and consciousness. It's, it's, you know, all the limitations of our awareness now uh, are associated with basic purposes um, of third density incarnation or third density as a whole, <clears throat> which is to learn the ways of love. And so we see that too, where Ra talked about the difference between subjective knowing and subjective, assess uh, subjective um, acceptance, that subjective knowing is a poor friend because of the vagaries of knowledge of understanding based on all the limitations of consciousness and mind in 3D space-time. And so far more trustworthy for a basis for spiritual evolution or development is subjective acceptance, which is love. Meaning, I can't fully understand it, but I can, I can move to seek to accept it as is, and, and including accepting my not knowing. That's subjective acceptance. Um, yeah, well, faith, there's a linkage, obviously, yes, between faith and acceptance. Um, accepting without knowledge, yes, could be said to require some faith. So faith is more associated with six chakra, actually, in my view. <clears throat> Ra talked about will and faith as comparable. <clears throat> and so that's the linkage, that's the 246 line. So the development of subjective acceptance 
where acceptance is a quality of heart chakra or fourth ray or fourth um, uh, dimension, the dimension of love and acceptance, uh, and the purpose of third density being to get the heck out of third density or qualify energetically and metaphysically and in consciousness, qualify for 4D incarnation, uh, the development of, sub- of love or subjective acceptance, which is more reliable than subjective knowing, uh, definitely uh, taps into or mm, requires some degree of six chakra activation, which in this case is associated with faith. Yes. They're the same. <laughs> They're, yeah, I mean, I'm not encouraging spiritual bypass. What I'm saying is um, the simplistic... First of all, Buddhist teachers and Buddhist students have different understanding of karma and different Buddhist teachers have different understanding and Westerners who are scholars versus Westerners who um, are uh, well-trained long-term under uh, you know some teacher in the forest of Thailand and Burma have a different view of karma as well and so they're they're the, the only only Buddha know only Gautama knows the teaching of karma, actually, and everybody else um, has only partial understanding. Now, um, what you're really uh, I think criticizing is the view that um, uh, karmic consequence is. Uh, totally associated with service to other or something like that uh, while karmic consequence or the experience in the moment, whether it's pleasurable or pain uh, should also be seen as the product of our own you know, very personal decisions in the past that uh, were skillful or unskillful uh, moral or immoral and that's true um, but both need to be seen. The, the The misstatement, I think, is that the the discussion of service to other, in terms of karmic, um, the interpretation of karmic consequence as associated with service, um, is actually more rightly understood, I think, as uh, an analysis of. Uh, experience and uh, causality, cause and effect, from the perspective of soul evolution, not rather than the perspective of uh, pleasure pain merely. Uh, that which is um, that which is in harmony with soul evolution uh, leads to less pain and more pleasure. But the purpose of the experience of less pain and more pleasure is not some kind of static enjoyment, like reward. So pain and pleasure seen as uh, punishment and reward, reward and punishment, pleasure and pain, as a result of skillful, unskillful, or virtue, unvirtuous, moral, immoral, um, doesn't take into account sufficiently, it seems to me, the evolutionary evolutionary purpose or soul evolutionary purpose 
for which there is incarnation in the first place, meaning the purpose of cosmic plan being soul evolution. So, if we see, um, you know, the parents whose children go into a child goes into a coma, or the family whose house burns down, uh, clearly those are painful experiences. Clearly, we can apply the analysis of saying, oh, well, they did something bad in their past life to deserve having a child go into a coma or their house burned down in the forest fire. Therefore, they're experiencing this pain from their unskillful or immoral or bad causes, bad action in the past. Now, <clears throat> that um, is not unhelpful as a first-level analysis but it's very shallow <laughs> because the purpose again of the cause of the consequence the purpose of con of the production of ca of consequence meaning cause and effect uh, cause and consequence uh, consequence or effect number one comes lawfully it's simply part of cosmic plan um, anybody it's impersonal anybody, or in this case like a family, with the sufficient karmic causes, uh, which are highly, highly complex and not just some bad action in the past, uh, with that mixture, that, that conglomeration, that, that composite configuration, which is highly complex, of karmic causes uh, and tendencies and levels of evolution, would have that effect. Yes, that's true. And you can say that <clears throat> because it's painful, therefore it's a kind of punishment or consequence of unskillful or bad causes. However, there's also um, the value of that experience for soul evolution. And so um, <clears throat> to say that the child that dies young or goes into a coma young, in this case, because it's a little different than a house burning down. Um, that child has bad karma, that's why he died young. That may be, but it may not be. <laughs> it also may be that that's a higher soul that uh, didn't have any karmic requirement, necessity for the karmic experience or balance, you know, karmic balancing, an apparently required karmic balancing experience of dying young or going into a coma. There are souls that have that without having the common karmic basis of it that most that most others would have, and um, um, simply chose that experience for the purpose of service to the parents, for the purpose of the parents um, having catalyst for accelerating their own soul evolution, and so at one level you can say that it's the parents' good karma that they had a child, a high soul, who came in to be, to be born, to have a coma at two, or die at two. That was their good karma, can you say? Because look, they have this catalyst, um, very pa painful, miserable, painfully catal painful catalyst, uh, of losing a, a dear beloved child. Um, <clears throat> and there will be some parents who um, absolutely make a profound kind of metanoia or spiritual transformation awakening on the basis of that catalyst. 
then can you say that was their bad karma? Or can you say that was their good karma? You can't say anything because that level of analysis is shallow at that point. And so, uh, <clears throat> what what is called bad karma, or the consequences that we may attribute to, quote, bad karma, um, these forms of harsh catalyst, uh, or these experiences can be called harsh catalyst. They are catalysts, though. <clears throat> meaning they are um, uh, configurations or phenomena for the people involved that they may use for their own continued evolution. Now, it's not obviously the case that, I mean, there really are wanderers, you know, you, you can agree or disagree, but in my metaphysics, there really are some wanderers here on Earth who are not 3D natives and have a very different karmic stream because they've been evolving in fourth or fifth sixth density for millions or billions of years uh, prior to this series of incarnations in 3D space-time, which is a vastly different karmic stream than the vast, you know, the 99 or 98 percent of the people who are not wanderers. <clears throat> now, if you can disagree and think they're no wanderers, but if you accept that metaphysics, the karmic stream of those people is profoundly different. And so, that's where we talk about um, the service to others tendency as a basis of karmic stream or um, particular life experience. But even then, <clears throat> um, the wanderers are here um, not simply for service to the uh, other, but also to accelerate their own evolution, which includes lots of, um, we can obviously see, our distortions or uh, imbalances between love-wisdom or the need to, you know, purify the total self in ways that hasn't been done, even if we're coming from a higher dimension. And obviously we have lots of work to do too. So um, one should be careful not to apply a simplistic interpretive framework to karma, but to try to integrate the various uh, interpretive frameworks, one being good, bad, pleasure, pain, another being... Um, uh, catalyst provision for needed opportunity. Uh, another one being for wanderers, particularly, but not only, uh, a service uh, motivation. I mean, there are 3D souls that are born into families with a lot of abuse uh, that may, there are, there are those that, that um, you could say need that experience because of their, because it's a reciprocal balancing karma meaning they were abusive to children in the past life. And there are others who are 3D souls who were not, but chose that wholly as a self-sacrifice to advance their own evolution and provide catalyst or the only point, let's say, of love and light in a very uh, dysfunctional, abusive family. That happens too. So all, all perspectives need to be considered, I think. So thank you for today. Uh, I think it was helpful. It was helpful for me. And... Um, Keep the faith, take good care of yourselves, see you next time, and good night.